Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all comes into reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fetch. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray Rand, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We got to do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, Denar, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Listen. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Yeah. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. Yeah. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight till the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, wait with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go.
To start conference record, the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Okay, good afternoon, oh. TNT, super fantastic family. Today is Wednesday, February 16, 2022. Raven98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. We are here, and it is wealth coming to you Wednesday, right? You know what they're calling it? Right. Well, it's not coming up hey. today. Maybe on a Wednesday. So. Yeah, on a Wednesday, we'll see. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh, what's going on, man? Oh, nothing much. All quiet on this end. All right. We didn't send anything out. No nope. updates went out. Okay. Anything status quo. Okay. We got any hands up? Let's see here. Two right now. Two hands. Okay. We can do with two questions today. That's all. All right, guys, this is what's going on. Nothing. <laughs> uh, no big changes at all. If we're meeting Monday, there were meetings yesterday, there were even meetings this morning that we don't even know the result of yet. But was there any significant change to our situation? We don't know. They're saying they're having unannounced meetings at the present time to get things done. But some things did happen. Uh, nothing with the banks, so you guys know. Bank situation has not changed since Monday. Not on alert, not on standby. Everybody's trying to figure out what's going on or waiting till something happens uh, for the next movement with the banks. Oil went up and down, uh, went up to 95. I think it's at 93 today. If it's not, I'll know in about two minutes. But anyway, I think it's at 93. But it's still going to go up by the end of the month. That's for sure. And probably by the end of the week. So, um, Kurdistan made a big mistake. And that is with them arguing over Ceylon, which means they were really arguing over Kirk which means they were really arguing over the oil money. Now, we know they've been doing that for the last eight, nine years. So they asked themselves why, right now, in the middle of this, did the federal court make a decision? The federal court made a decision. They told Kurdistan they don't need to worry about that because they're not getting any of it, because they just took it all away from them 
and said it all goes to Baghdad because what Curtis Sands been doing for the last eight years is unconstitutional anyway. See there? They played with fire and they got burnt. They could have put Selah in two weeks ago, Al-Kazimi in, everything would have kept going the way it was going or finalized and they would have been getting that money. Now the federal court says all the money goes to Baghdad. Not only do they get all of the money, but they have to pay them back $128 billion that they already collected in the past. That's what happens sometimes, you know. Greed gets to you. People had a good thing. They were making it. Now they're going to lose it all. Not only that, they're going after um, one of the other countries for $28 billion in contracts that they were doing with Kurdistan instead of doing with Baghdad. All that came out of a federal court ruling, and now Kurdistan is saying, why are you ruling on that now? It's political. You haven't ruled on it for the last eight years, 10 years, and now you just come out with a ruling? Yeah, they're holding up the government. They're holding up the future. And the federal government just took it, I mean, federal courts just took it out of their hands and said, now what are you going to fight over? Now who's going to be the president so we can go on with this? And we should be getting a result out of it. So while it wasn't good for Kurdistan, it may be great for us and the people of Iraq who want to see their government formed so we can go on to the next thing. A lot of announcements coming out. In Kurdistan itself, it was uh, put out today that the Verzani family have been stealing all the money anyway. They said all that oil money that came in, they took $65 per barrel, put in their personal bank accounts in another country and gave the citizens 25. <laughs> That's what they've been doing. That's why they don't have money. We'll see where we go with that. A lot of announcements today about people being arrested they said they, the list was up to a thousand or something. Um, they had fifty-seven managers or some that are out of country named. Seven ministers were named. A bunch of arrests planned. Alchemy is cleaning it up, so they are doing that. They recovered one hundred twenty-seven million out of Swiss bank accounts and said now it's even easier to track the money. So they see all that coming back. So a lot of positive things are happening. Negative things that are happening is they have all this extra money. And they're saying it's not the money's not the problem. The problem is they don't have people who know what to do with it or how to do it. That's what economists over there are saying. The problem is that government itself is not educated enough to deal with all this surplus money. They don't have a real plan other than the white paper, and they don't have a backup plan. So they need this government to come to place, into place so they can get things moving. A uh, couple of things, one for 404, 
They are planning a million-man march on March the 1st. If things are not completed, a million-man march on March the 1st, they're going to say they've had enough. Hopefully, it'll be done prior to that. So uh, Al-Kazimi met with Sadar. Uh, he let him know that he had the numbers to be prime minister. If we could just go ahead and get the government done, if Sadar can make some kind of agreement, trying to convince him so we can go on, and things will work from there. They don't know what the outcome is. Sadar, Sadar didn't say he agreed or anything else. So we're still waiting. And that's all we're doing right now, guys, waiting for them to resolve these things so the government can move on and the rate will change. A lot of articles out today about that. Members of Parliament saying they're not going to approve the 22 budget without a rate change. They refuse to approve it without the exchange rate change which, again, is all these good things that we're hearing. And it's hopefully coming to an end by the 1st of March, if not sooner. Uh, Big expectations after the 22nd. They get released from Chapter 7. They can control their own money, finances, their own destiny from that point. So a lot of people are waiting to see what happens the day after the 22nd. And no, that wasn't code. I'll just tell you, the 22nd is a big day we're looking forward to. All right, Ray, let's get started. All right. Let's see. Dreamer7 says, please tell all you can about the worldwide global reset plans, in your opinion. Thanks. Um, oil is $95.42, so let's back up. All I can tell you about the global reset plan, I can tell you it is to uh, restart the financial markets. It is to give everybody, uh, everybody, actually countries, a fresh new start. It's a new way of calculating each currency with Basel three requirements, everything else. It is going to be an introduction as uh, the Chinese won as a global reserve currency. And it is gonna be uh, our opportunity to be one percenters. The purpose of it though is thing has to reset at some point. The poor were getting so much poorer and the rich so much richer that this was the one opportunity they had to start the global economy over, make it an even playing field for everyone. All right. What's next? Nine ball. You don't want to know about what's that Brighton way and all that uh, bonds forms. I mean, there's a whole lot. It's very complex as to how it works or how it came about. But I'll tell you guys, Iraq was not originally part of the GCR. 
the fact that Iraq happened gave them an opportunity and a foundation to complete the GCR. All right, what's next? Okay, Nine Ball says, with the increases in the price of oil, do you think it might also increase the contract rate? No, the contract rate is the contract rate, guys. It's not going to change. All the other rates may be changed. The starting rate can change. How far it goes up could change as far as that initial 12 days, 15 days. But I don't think any of the contract rates are going to change. What's next? Okay, Spirit Bear is requesting birthday greetings for his wife, Mrs. Spirit Bear, celebrating her 75th birthday. Well, happy birthday, Mrs. Spirit Bear. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Mrs. Spirit Bear. I wanna wanna wish you a happy birthday. I wanna wanna help you celebrate. I wanna wanna wish you lots of presents. I wanna wanna help you eat your cake. Bossy, bossy in the island way You'll be jamming all night Through the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate Happy birthday. There's a lot of callers now. Give me a hole if you got your funky bucks there. Double dust bus. All right, two eight one. Here. Top of the list. Well, hey, Ray. Hey, Tony. How you guys doing today? Hey there. Hey, what's going on? Fantabulous, sir. Not Good, good. I'm shocked I'm the first one today. Oh, wow. That was special. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I have some questions. So, Mr. Tony, I know you said that Iraq was not originally part of the, did you say the GCR? Can you explain? Global currency reset. Right. Um, so, huh. Okay, so how was that not the case? I thought that this was all impending on Iraq for this whole thing to go forward. So they were just part of their own currency reevaluating at some point, and then they got into the global thing. Is that how it works? No, but you got to ask yourself, how come China wasn't part of it? How come Russia wasn't part of it? How come Vietnam wasn't part of it? How come Iraq wasn't? They're all non-democracies, okay, or communist or Islamic, or they, they weren't part of democratic countries. 
or our group that was mm-hmm. working together, NATO. That's why they weren't part of it. It was um, dictatorships, like all those countries are. They weren't giving it to them. It mm-hmm. was friendly oh. nations going to do a global currency reset. You gotta remember, this thing was made up. The GCR guys was planned 50 years ago. Nobody was even thinking about Iraq, Dinar, or anything else. Saddam Hussein was in charge of the country. Nobody was including him in anything. The fact that George Bush, Tony Blair got together and said, hey, let's do this right now. And the GCR said, wait, that's what we've been waiting for. This is something that everybody can get involved in. We can fall back on and use this, which they did. Only the countries who were part of the war. But it gave them the foundation they had been waiting for or opportunity to do everything else in the global economy. That's how it happened. Wasn't planned. Okay, so that's how I was trying to tie it together because uh, the George Bush, you know, part of it and this. So now it makes more sense because I thought that that's how it started with, you know, with him and Iraq and all of this stuff. Uh, in the no, it was way, way prior. It was to way that. before okay. Iraq. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. So, um, so now the twenty second is a significant date. Seems like we'll know more, like you said, after that date. So, more or less, it'll probably be around March, some somewhere in March, that we may possibly see this. Um, or could it be a yeah. little bit prior? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that makes Well, if Salah gets sense. nominated, which he should, they have an agreement by the 22nd, which God knows hopefully they will. Um, once he's nominated, it's supposed it was going to be 72 hours after. Now, may or may not, mm-hmm. closer they get to it. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Everybody you, expected before the first. That's why they plan the Million Man March on the first. They said that's more than enough time for it to be done. So we're thinking the prime minister should be announced around that time too, in the you know here or there. Well, Selah has said he will name the prime minister within seventy-two hours of being voted in. So again, okay. if if the problem is resolved, which the federal court went a long ways of resolving the problem yesterday when they took all the money out the equation. Now what are y'all fighting over? <laughs> now right. who's going to do what okay. in this position? It should be resolved a lot faster. Yesterday they said yeah. within 24 hours. This morning they're saying by the end of the week. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, well, I guess our banks here are just waiting to see what's going to happen, I guess, and that's why they're still not manned and all of that stuff, I'm sure. So, yeah, all right, well, those are my questions. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, sir. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate everything okay. you guys do. All right, all right. thank you. All right, bye. Five one two area code, you are on. Well, hello, guys. How are you today? 
Hey there. Super fantastic. And yourself. Good. Super fantastic. <clears throat> Tony, I was just trying to see if you could help me digest the information that you shared about China going into Iraq, pretty much setting up house. I'm just trying to figure out how can the United States be in favor of them uh, setting up businesses and building schools uh, in Iraq with everything that's going on between U.S. and China right now and then turn around and release the RV so that China benefits from that as well. They aren't afraid of China maybe going in. I don't know. They're gonna have they're gonna have the favor really of the people of Iraq once they do this, right? I'm just trying to see what would prevent them from trying to go in and do like a takeover, kinda of like what Russia is doing in the Ukraine right now. Okay, so you asked a lot of questions. I want you to know that, first of all. And second of all, you answered every one of them. So I don't know what you want me to tell you. Here's the fact. China made Iraq a better offer than the U.S. did. What did the U.S. do for Iraq? Okay, we took down Saddam Hussein. Guess what? They were actually a better country with him. They, they were eating, they were working, they wasn't killing people in the street, there wasn't bombs going off anywhere. They were actually living good, even though they were under a director and they were um, second-class citizens, I'm going to say, according to their, based on their religion, but they didn't have a lot of the problems they have now. Because you know why? Because a lot of times, and this isn't being disrespectful, it's just telling the truth. Kids are being better off told what to do than letting them figure it out themselves until they grow to be young adults or adults. Now let them figure it out. And they had to go through mm-hmm. that, which caused them a whole lot of pain that they wouldn't have had under Saddam Hussein because he would have said, just go do what I say. Don't think about it. And that's what they were used to doing. Didn't have to give it a thought. So we caused them a lot of pain, but that's what comes with growth. But did we do anything? We freed them and said, figure it out. In the meantime, we'll take part of all these oil wells. We're going to revalue your currencies. A lot of Americans are going to get rich, multi-millionaires and billionaires. And, hey, well, you get your country. So China comes in and says, oh, man, that was great. I mean, you know, America liberated you guys and let you think for yourselves and Work for yourselves, but you don't have anything to do it with. All your money's gone. All your leaders are stealing all your money because they're smarter than you are. They're 10 or 12 that are taking it all, and they're putting it all in other countries, not back into their own. Well, guess what? Iraqi citizens, we are going to come in and take care of you. We're going to build you new schools where you can get educated because your own country won't do it and the U.S. won't do it. We're going to do it. We're going to come in 
and bring factories over here, and we're going to pay for them. We're going to buy the land. We're going to build the structures, and then we're going to give you jobs. And you don't even have to know how they work because we're going to send the CEOs, CFOs, and everybody over to run it for you, and we're going to give you a paycheck. And life's going to be better than it's ever been before. And then we're going to teach you and how to go and do that. And we're going to loan you money on top of that to run your country. And your country's going to make $5 billion more a month by doing business with us. And you're going to make half a trillion dollars a year just in investments. Right. But we're so not going to give you a bunch. We're going to show you what to do with it. We're going to bring you into the modern age. We're going to develop your country into a tourist attraction. Everything right. that they said, there's a plan for the next 10 years, but nobody knew how to get them there. China's now saying, you don't even know the plan. You don't need to know the plan. We're going to do it for you. Now, what does the U.S. think? Iraq, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't partner up with them. Don't let them right. give you this money. Don't let them do that. Why we don't want them to do that? Because instead of them coming in like Iran tried to and take Iraq, with them coming in like we tried to, bombs exploding, buildings falling apart, people can kill, they're just buying your country. They're buying influence. They're buying positions in industry. Because they figure that's the best war, economic war. And once we own and control most of it, then we'll do the things we want to do. And you'll like it because you're getting paid so much money. You're living in new houses, new cars. you got jobs, education. You won't even care that we've integrated ourselves into your country. Iraq, I mean, China had the same plan with Iran. But because Iran is faltering, because they're losing the influence in Iraq, China is dropping Iran and going direct to Iraq itself. And all the U.S. is telling them, don't do it. I know it looks like it's going to be a better life. You're going to have new houses, new cars, new equipment. You're going to get pay raises. But you're giving up your country economically. You don't even realize it. And they are saying, so what? I get to eat. And I don't mean pork and beans. I mean steak right. and bread and coffee like everybody right. else. We don't care who's making it happen as long as it's happening. We asked the U.S. to do it, and you refused because we did. We said, oh, we're not going in there and teach them nothing. We're not going to pay for bill. We gave them $4 billion a month. Let them figure it out on their own. Because that's what happened. Let them grow up. We understood. But after 10 years, nothing changed because we didn't stop Maliki, Abadi, Amiri, Iran from stealing from all the people. And China is saying, we're not going to give them the money to steal from you. We're going to build it ourselves to make sure that it happens. Right. Smart move. And I was just mad at them. And I was just thinking that would give them some leverage that the United States wouldn't want them to have, so I didn't understand exactly why, you know. It is? Well, what is the U.S. going to do now? 
They're telling them don't do it. As the 22nd, they do what they want to do. Their announcements today saying they can't wait to get started with the China agreement. They can't wait. All the money that's going to come flowing in instantly, the buildings. China's already started building the schools, the first thousand, and the contract says that they will build 8,000 new schools for them. And China yeah. doesn't have a problem with it. Yep, we'll do that. Not a problem. We're going to get everything else that we want. China is their number one importer of oil. They had to go through us to do that. That's what the contract rate is all about. When the contract rate came about, China didn't have any agreement with Iraq. They didn't have anything else to do, so they had to go through us to get the dinar to buy the oil. Well, with their new agreement, they get to go deal directly with Iraq. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I guess that's just way too much, it seems, that the United States would let them do, but I, I, one would think they would, just, you know, they would take it upon themselves to block it with all of this animosity that's going on between the countries right now, but I guess not. And then, Ray, I think I came in at the end of the conversation you were having with uh, a young man about um, uh, selling his currency. I think he wanted to exchange some of his currency because he didn't want to Wait, I didn't know if you guys were talking pre-RV or post-RV because he was <laughs> talking about getting a loan. And I was like, well, how can he go to a bank like now and ask for a loan when most of the banks don't even know about this process? Maybe I no, that's not, part of that's not what he was saying. Oh, okay. He, he was saying that we have to go exchange one or two notes real quick to give him some quick money to do whatever he needed to do before he went in to do the big exchange. Oh, okay. I got you. All right, then that makes sense. I got you. I missed that little part. I was just like, mm. I didn't hear that tidbit. But anyway, guys, well, thank you for taking the call today. I appreciate you answering the question. Thank you. Right, thank you. Move, right? You say what? You know that's not a good move. That's not a good. No, I know that's not a good move. But I was just okay. I, we're I didn't good, even then. hear that. No, yeah. I'm waiting. Yeah, as long as you know that's not a good move, huh? we're good. I still like okay. you. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to get the details on. That's all. <laughs> all right. Take it here. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Two one seven. Excuse me, yeah. I guess I really don't have much. I'm just kind of listening today. But in my uh, letter that I mailed, I did put my telephone number. And if I have a question that I don't or we don't want to discuss on the phone sometime, I might ask you to use that and give me a call later. But could that be done? I would not count on it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, wait. Well, I, I just think I know about this have... for a moment. Okay. But then... That's right. Suppose 100 people said that. There's 18,000 people on the call. But just suppose 100 people said that. Could we make 100 calls back? I mean, what else would we do that day with the rest of our lives or anything else? I mean, people are looking for it. Now, 
I like the way Ray said it. I mean, almost, but without explanation. But guys, I get that all day. People texting me, want me to answer their personal questions or or give them an update next hour or three hours. Hey, whatever happened to this, whatever happened to that. Because we spent all day doing that. First of all, we couldn't get any information. And, and second of all, I mean, how do we even get to live our life if we did that? I, I, I agree I, with you. You need, you need to have yours. But I know... I can't text, so therefore that that's out of having anything. Okay, let me, let me say this part so everybody will know. Because this is what I get. I didn't want to say this on the call. This is too personal. This part, guess what? Nobody on this call actually knows who you are. You can say whatever you want. They don't know where you are and who, you, what your first name is, last name is. It's just like talking to us anyway. Or do what most people in here do, say, I have a friend who has this situation. And we'll answer it because a lot of times you're not the only one in that situation. And we could answer that question for a whole lot of people at one time. But I don't know what yeah. the question is. I would do my best to answer for you right now. Okay? Yeah. Well, I'm... One thing I'm trying to figure out is uh, from Illinois, where will we go to exchange? Will it be St. Louis? Will it be Chicago? Or is there, how do we figure that out, too? Ray has a map of the zone. You ask him what zone is Illinois in and look up zone 12, what it covers, and you can go in any of that area that you choose. Once you call the 800 number, they're going to tell you where to go. Okay. So, Ray, what zone is Illinois in, and how much does it cover? Let's see. Illinois is in the District 7. You have Northern Illinois, Northern Indiana, the entire state of Michigan, the southern half of Wisconsin, and the entire state of Iowa. That's all District 7. You can go anywhere in your district that you want to, but when you call the 800 number, tell them how much currency you have, give them your zip code, they're going to tell you where they're willing to go make you an appointment at. But you can go anywhere in that zone. Because I, I want to do like that you've been saying for to help negotiate with the rest of the family. They're going to have to probably drive me there after I get some surgery. Okay. Okay. Good luck to you, sir. Hope you come out. Surgery is all right. I hope it's minor surgery, if anything. So. Well, I I think that it's uh, a little more than minor, but anyway, I just hope everything, like you say, everything comes out right. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank. Yeah. Thank you. God's blessing. Okay. Bye. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Let's see. Next, but then you disappeared, so I guess you changed your mind. 520, you are on. Well, good morning and good afternoon. Long-time listener. I've only called in maybe once or twice. I've been with you, Tony, since uh, the PR days or whatever that was. And, you know, 
with with them, they had a uh, to listen to the call. You, you had to pay a membership fee. I don't remember what it was seven, ten dollars a month, and that was okay. I mean, I I paid it, but then when Dan kicked you, Tony, to the curb, that was it for me because I was I wanted to hear you. That's the only reason I signed up for that. You always had the best information and such going on. So I, I canceled my membership. I was out of there. And I was really happy when uh, you started up this TNT thing. So just so you know, um, I thought that was very disrespectful of them of what they did to you. But anyways, I'd like to know what's important about February 22. I, I, you, you mentioned it and, and then went on. So what what's going okay. on with February 22? Wait, first I got to adjust the other part because you made me laugh. Because you <laughs> okay. so I like to make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, I left PPR and decided that it was best to break up, even though Dan came on and said I was never part of PPR. I'm like, okay, for months and years, and even though he asked me to do it, I was okay with it. But I got to go through something I laugh at all the time when I tell people. When I left PTR, we had 20,000 people, which is so funny. And I told him, okay, I'm done. And then he's telling me, don't be done. Just do it the way I want to do it. And I was like, no, because I can't do that. And he said, look, I'm telling you, and it's just always funny. He said, we got 20,000 people. And you're going to end up with 200 people, and I'm going to end up with everybody else. That's what's going to happen, so don't do it. <laughs> I was like, okay, then that's what's going to happen, which is really funny. Because if you look right now, you go on to Twitter or go on to his site, we got 125,000 people, and they have 200 people. <laughs> so I, I laugh at that all the time. Let me like, okay. I guess I made a mistake, huh? So, uh, anyway, that, that, that's kind of funny going back to that, what happened and why it happened. But we're all here today, and we're here today thanks to Pam, Donna, and Ray, because I really said I was done. I'm like, okay, let me go do what I was doing, go take care of business. But Pam, Donna, and, and Ray, actually convinced me that this site had to go up and they went and did it in like 24 hours i think 48 hours put up the site connected everything and that is why we're here today so um just so we know the history of all that and pam don and ray were all three part of ptr too then got a little jealous of ray what he was doing and told me he didn't want me to let him do this or that and i was like what Anyway, that's what happened over there, so you guys know. February twenty second. I didn't huh? leave PTR. I didn't leave PTR. Yeah. They kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing, what? though, is they used to charge a fee so you could listen to the call. And I'd like everybody listening to, to think about that, that TNT doesn't charge a fee. 
to listen to their call. Why can't you donate $5, $10, whatever you can handle? I know Tony doesn't want you to go into any kind of hardship, and, and I appreciate that. But come on, guys. You know, you're not, you don't have to pay a fee to listen to the call. So, you know, stand up. Man up. Not, not only that. But they used to network market other opportunities that you had to join. But anyway, let's get away from BTR. They're all right. Yeah. But I will yeah. tell you this. I'm looking at it right now because, again, I don't know, we got 18,000 on today, and we got 30 people who made donations since you brought that up. But I'm still doing what I'm doing right now, and we'll go on. So let's go to February 27th, all right? February 22nd is the day that the U.N. is supposed to vote to remove them completely from Chapter 7 and give the, make them a sovereign nation again, like they said they were back in January and December when all this was going about. They were scheduling their last payments, and they were saying they're a sovereign nation, which they will not be until February the 22nd. Once they vote, remove it, they, they will. They'll, have their, they'll control their own destiny. They won't uh, supposedly have to send funds through the U.S. But the oil deals they do, but the rest of their money. Um, so it's going to give them a lot of freedom. I don't think they have to worry about the veto for the U.S. anymore on whether to re-evaluate uh, their currency. I don't think they do, but we'll wait and see. But a, a lot of things are there. And that's why Sadar can say what he's saying now, no influence from the East or the West. I'm not going to be part of any of it because he doesn't have to be after the 22nd. I mean, Iraq gets to make their own decisions on how they're going to run their country and what's best for their country. Now, if they do something crazy, then, you know, if the U.S. has to go back in and we have to go in the uh, United Nations, have to vote all over again. <laughs> I don't know if they do something crazy, but if they're just operating their country, they're going to have the freedom to do that. And they don't have to be involved in wars like they said. They don't have to let anybody use their country as a starting point to send rockets, planes, men, or anything else. So it's going to change the whole equation. But that's why we're getting all the news about all the countries who want to do business with them now. Everybody that's reestablishing relationships with them, all the embassies that are being opened in the Iraq, all the banking connections that are all being made. They're all anticipating February 22nd, the entire scene changing over there. So that's what the 22nd is about. Hello? Okay. He dropped off. So I don't know if he disconnected or, but uh, but he, he, he went off right as you finished. I'm assuming oh, okay. Everything. Okay, nine seven two. You got. Hey there, Danny in Dallas. Thank you. Hey, yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Hey, it's another day in beautiful Texas. <clears throat> well, it's, I'm lying actually. It's overcast. <laughs> but uh, I'll just say, did you say in Texas, not beautiful Texas. <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am I am into several things. Weather's one of them, but I'm not real good at it. And I like to brag when it when it is good. Uh, all right, what I hear you saying, 
uh, I hear you saying by the end of the month. You know what this reminds me of? It's it's an explanation that you have used many times because you know every month or so there's a new uh, uh, group of people that come in and and so us older ones we get to kind of hear some of the retread that's always true and appropriate. But you used to tell us uh, how the negotiations would go on a general subject. If you told them everything to do, they'd be discouraged. But if you tell them, all right, we got we got these five things to do. Go ahead and fit, do it. And they would do it. And then you say, okay, what got just a few more things? Well, I, I felt like that this morning. <laughs> with with uh, uh, now <laughs> now it, it, the, all the money for the past whatever eight years that's been going to Kurdistan has got to go back to Baghdad. All right, we got just a few more things, and then it'll be over. So I was reminded of that, and and um, it's just as true as it ever was. We are receivers on this. We're not directors. Uh, it's kind of like uh, trying to study the book of Revelation uh, in the Bible. That's a that's a pretty difficult book to 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 figure out and and be. Uh, anywhere close to being factual on it. So I used to tell people, I'm not in the uh, the direction category. I'm in the invitation category. Get involved. I'm inviting you to come in. I can't explain it, but come on. So I appreciate your your perspective and the way you, you have to handle this. My goodness, billions and billions has got to go back to Baghdad. That's crazy. Is there, uh, uh, now obviously, and that's not the end of it, that is going to take some time. Now, my concern would be if it all has to be done before they revalue and all that kind of stuff, or can they simply arrive at a plan? I mean, they're selling oil every day of the week, every, every hour of the day. So that money is going to keep rolling in. Can they just take an IOU for the moment and start double payments and stuff like that? Or or is there yeah, another way, way back setback? No, what they did mm-hmm. was just change the rules of the game stand is concerned. Not as far as Iraq is concerned. So ah. there's nothing saying this is a requirement for the new government or this is a requirement to revalue your currency. It has nothing to okay. do with either one. What it's saying is Kurdistan, you took so long naming a president and made such a big deal out of it, and it was really all about the money, that we are now going to take the money from you so you don't have to argue about it anymore and tell you what you did get for the last 10 years, you now have to pay back. Not setting any rhyme or reason, date or specific yeah. direction for it to happen. Okay. We're just telling you right now, you owe us, and we're going to take oh care my. of that afterwards. All right. Well, that's good news. Now I can understand why you said it could still be 72 hours from the prime minister being named. That's that's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Uh, I was trying to figure out how I'm going to tell my kids that all this money <laughs> has got to be paid back. <laughs> They're pretty well just going to say, well, Dad, I tell you what, if you be sure you put this in your will because it may be that long <laughs> before we ever see it. You know? So, okay. Yeah, that Good would deal. be a terrible right. thing, Danny. <laughs> we'll have to wait for that Yes, thing. sir. 
<laughs> yes, sir. All right. Okay. Well, that's all I've got, and I'll listen patiently as you fill all the voids of information that I know you can do. So I'm going to get out of here. All right. Thank you much. Thank Talk you, to sir. you later. All, all right. All right. Uh, 360, Erico, you are next. <clears throat> well, um, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. Hey. How you doing, man? Well, I'm uh, I'm just sitting here kind of letting the glow off the phone go away now that Danny's done. And uh, um, he <laughs> – I, I really do enjoy sometimes perspectives that come from Texas that are different than elsewhere. But uh, long and short of it is we're a day closer, and we got to go through it to get to it, as somebody said. And what Tony, what I'm wondering is in the process because I've seen two, three articles in the last two days on the CBI uh, auctions and the fact that they're going up. And I was just wondering is there is it because it was a very superficial explanation of where the money was going, but I'm just wondering that. Uh, as long as they're continuing to have them and they're increasing, which means somebody's getting bolder or else it, there's no problem. And I'm hesitant to think there's no problem. Is that fair? Yeah. So the auctions are going up, but CBI is saying it's because we're moving more money in countries overseas, not in country, but out of country, this is where the money's going, and the new banks and establishments that they are having with all these new uh, agreements, where they're putting more money in in these banks overseas. Mm. Me and you, or you and I, you and I, probably believe that there's more thievery going on right now because it's coming to an end, and Iran is getting all they can get before the situation changes. Which would make sense either way. But we also got to look at the fact that they are announcing, which they've been doing the last two days, about all the different corruption that is still going on. About all the backroom deals that are still being made and the people of power still stealing money, which is supposedly going to happen. Until the new government is in place and Al-Kazimi puts the right people in there who said they're going to bring a stop to it. So it's really no surprise at all that it's happening. Hmm. All right. So, and that won't have any deterrent on them on the CBI re- releasing the rate. You don't think? No. I don't think that's going to factor into at, at all once the new government's in place, because supposedly all the transparency and the laws are going to affect, they're supposed to shut it down. And when the rate goes, they're supposed to shut down the auctions anyway, because the people can't use the money in country anymore. They won't be using dollars. So that part goes away. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'm... Uh... I'm glad you're still doing it. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate it. And I'll just uh, 
patiently listen and see if there's something else that I forgot to ask that I'll have to write down and I'll ask you the next time. So see you Friday or sooner or hear from you sooner if something just absolutely lights your fire. How's that? All right. Thank you, sir. All right, sir. Thank you. This thing is getting crazy. 601, here we go. You are on. Hello? Tony, I have a couple quick, quick questions for you. So is, okay. are they out of Chapter 7 right now? 27 of February, 22nd of February. So the 22nd of February, they will be out of Chapter 7 which will remove the restrictions that they can go on and do other things with their money. Is that right? That is correct. Now they have to vote on that, which they're supposed to vote on the 22nd of February. Okay. My other question is concerning the rate. Uh, it seems like there's, a, there's so much talk out there about the rate floating up. What are your people telling you what the rate's going to come out at? Well, the rate was supposed to come out at 381 and then 481 But as of right now, oil's at $95. I think we're at 95.42. So we don't know. That's why the rates are grayed out at the bank, because oil is changing every day. keeps going up and up and up, which could take the initial rate up. But I don't think... It will go above, uh, well, I want to say 12 to $15, even when it hits the market. I think that's going to be the max. How long do you, are people going to have to uh, exchange? You have up to two years to do the exchange of the currency, the three zero notes. It's supposed to be two years before those notes become obsolete outside the country. But as far as what we're doing, they're trying to get everybody exchanged in the first 30 days with their goal as many as they can with the uh, negotiated rates. After that, people are just going to use a 4X rate when they do their exchange. Well, do you, I mean, do you, do you foresee the, the rate going up after 30 days even more? Not more than the negotiated rates, no. I don't even see it going up. I see it going up and down within 30 days and settling where it's going to be. After that, it's not going to go up more than 2% a month because that's what, I mean, not a month, nine, every 90 days because that's what their rules allow for. Okay. Um, last thing real quick. Uh, have you, you heard anything else on Zimbabwe? No, we have not. It's fifty fifty. I know it seemed like seemed like I read something where they had opened up a, a what do they call it Victoria Falls stock exchange or something like that. Uh, are you familiar with that? Um, no, not the Zimbabwe stock exchange. I haven't been following. It. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so we're still 50-50 on that, whether it's going to go or not. Okay. 
The All bank right. says to go. That's wrong. Committee member says it's not. So that's 50-50 to me. All right. Well, thank you very much. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you, sir. 610, Eric, you are on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray. Hey, good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, sir. How you doing? Doing super fantastic. Oh, gentlemen, it is another dynamite, super sunny day Wait. here on the East Coast. Warm oh, 45 okay. degrees. Good. I'm happy for you. But before you start, here's the challenge. Even that I come up. Right now, and I'm looking at we have 45 donations out of 18,000. So I'm going to see what you do today. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to do my very best, as I always do. I know you do. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. You're very welcome. All right. Long version here, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com. Clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT Super Fantastic website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the credit card or debit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you will be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In the block where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number there. Again, Ray uses this information to track those payments as they come in. So again, to donate electronically, go to the TNT super fantastic website, click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions. That will take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you will be asked 
to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In the block where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number there. Again, Ray uses this information to track those payments as they come in. After you have typed in all of your credit card or debit card information, at the bottom of the page is the payment key. After you have clicked on that blue payment key, wait on the page, stay on that page for a couple of seconds. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk radio show. This way, you know, your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and Raleigh, Raleigh, Raleigh so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home-style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I really do. All right. Enjoy you. your day. You're very, very welcome. All right, sir. All 206. Here we go. You are on. Greetings, gents. Good to be with you again. <clears throat> Excuse my <clears throat> froggy throat this morning. Um, Tony and Ray, thank you for bringing this great news to us today. Uh, I just like always want you to criticize my thinking and tell me where I'm wrong. It seems like this court decision was a real strong stand for consistently moving forward and stopping what Busley would call the foolishness. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm wondering, is that your consensus on that? Is that what you're seeing? It, it's why I'm saying greed. They got greedy. It's why um, a, a lot of the print today is about, hey, the court made a political decision. Because they didn't make one in the last eight years. Why did you make one now? And nobody even asked you to. You just made a decision. So, yeah, it had to be political. And that's what it was about. This nonsense can go on. You guys are fighting over something that's not even yours. So let me just take it away. Now what? Now the process should move a lot quicker. Because nobody's getting money. And nobody really cares about who's president. Yeah, well, I don't want to get off, and I won't get off in the weeds here, but they were doing something that really was a judicial decision with regard to standing. They were, in layman's language, saying to these guys, look, this is nonsense. 
in legal language, you have no standing to bring a case. It's nonsense. And, and, and it just seems to me like uh, <clears throat> uh, we have so many times talked about on the call that we need to come to just common sense. You're always talking about that. And I just see the court exercising common sense. Don't you see that too? I'm asking a sincere question. Yeah. And, and I'm saying Kurdistan made a huge mistake by letting the court get involved. If they would have just let yeah. the government stay like it was, say law in place, Al Kazemi in place, he was already giving them the two hundred billion. They were already going to win the argument. And now the court just removed it from it. But now yeah. what? You, yeah. you messed up. You overplayed your hand. Your guys are going to go in there, but now we've taken it out of their authority to award you anything. We've already made a ruling. So they cause yeah. themselves more pain or harm than good. And, yeah, that's what they're telling them. Now go in. Let's do what's right. Now, now my next question is about the folks, and particularly the one gentleman whose name I can't remember right now, who was wanting to have his – day in court to decide whether in spite of his treachery, he was still eligible to be considered as president. Has this decision that just came up settled all of that faulty role as well? Oh, yeah. They, they already told me he's ineligible, not only to be president, but any government office, because he doesn't fit the criteria anymore because he was removed prior for some treacherous okay. stuff that he did. So he can't run okay. for office. That's awesome. Now, we're really making pro- – I mean, this is a great day today. This is a huge day to my mind. The next thing is I don't know, and I don't think most of us know, a whole lot about uh, Mr. al background. Is he an economist? Is he a physicist? Is he a contractor? And is he a guy who has – the managerial background and 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 backbone to actually start educating the people because it was wonderful you were saying that native iraqis are saying we have failed because our government isn't capable of leading is al kazimi's background sufficient that would make him a street smart wise leader okay Street smart, wise leader, I'm agree. He is two things that makes him so important. One is he's the former director of the CIA for Iraq, for their intelligence agency. He was the guy. The second thing is the U.S. put him in there because he was that guy. He knows where all the dead bodies are. He knows where all the crooked deals are. He has all the contacts. That's why they have progressed so far under his leadership. That's why the white paper was done, because of his leadership. Nothing prior to that. None of the meetings were prior to that. So, yeah, he is the guy to make it happen. That's why Maliki, Amiri, and Iran don't want him there. He is the guy that can prosecute them, that knows how to go through, find the bank accounts that they are finding, and arrest 
the list of 200, which has now grown to a thousand of corrupt people. All that has happened under his leadership. Now, can he educate an entire country? No one man can do that. It's something that has to happen through an evolution, and that is the laws that they're putting in place, the changes that the banks made making, the news that have come out. But guess what? More importantly, the education that China is willing to pay for, the schools, the universities, the professors, that's what's going to change the thinking. That's what's going to bring the new people in, the younger people, the committee, who think a different way and are willing to meet the challenges instead of just stealing the money. Okay, uh, you've just said that Al Kazimi has a big black book, so that says that he has muscle. But my question was more: Does he have competence and conscience to go along with his black book? And my answer was yes, because he was the director of the Central Intelligence Agency, so he can't that be a dummy. That competence. Okay, okay. Yeah, but- that just says he was politically connected and that he's part of the state. That doesn't give him a conscience, and it doesn't give him a democratic, go-forward, build-a-country uh, vision necessarily. That just gives him a No, but it is what he has demonstrated over the last year. And that's why I said okay. the changes they have made have all come about because of him. He can't change the world in one day one hour, but he had to start it somewhere, and that was the white paper, the reform. First, yeah. first, let's get a plan, which he did, came out with. Let's do a five-year plan versus a 50-year plan, so we can change it as fast as we can. Again, which he came out with. A lot of it helped with U.S. and everybody else putting parts in there, but without him, none of it had been accomplished. So he's the only right. one has shown any leadership ability, any direction, or any vision at all for the future. So I right. can't see getting I, better than him. I agree with you. I mean, what I was asking for is that superficially I see what you're saying, but I take my knowledge as superficial and I take your knowledge as deep and broad. And so superficially, I agree with everything you said. What he's shown so far is great, but with your deeper, broader connections and deep insight, do you think it's more than just like kind of, uh, uh, making friends with the people till they trust him enough so he can go off and do the same thing that bureaucrats always do. I don't think so. I don't. I I think we made a, a good decision in choosing the leadership over there this time, um, because it takes a little bit more. I think, and the CIA guys I know aren't just that. It's not about how many degrees you have. It's about how competent you are, how you get along yeah. with other leaders, and can you exact see the future. I see that in Al Kazimi just by the statements that he makes about the fact that he strictly has not only just said he cares about the people of Iraq, but the things he has done have been for the people of Iraq preparing them. The people he has on his list are politicians, 
There's people who we actually know are stealing the money and are doing what Iran wants them to do versus what is best for the people. So everything I can see, and I've never met the man, is doing the right thing, going in the right direction with the right purpose, and he's setting the laws in place to prevent the wrong things from happening. So I I can't go by any more than that. And the very fact that Iran doesn't want him in there, Maliki doesn't want him in there, Amiri doesn't, Abadi doesn't, all the people who we can see have actually been stealing from the country and don't care about the people at all, would tell me he's the guy. Yeah. Well, that's what I see. I just trust... I just trust your judgment better than than mine. Now, here's I was asking all that to ask this. Do you think that once he has his government in place, he will be smart like a fox and will not let the foxes in China steal the Iraqi hen house? I have a gut feeling that he's being quiet until this is all over, and he will then negotiate very toughly to say, yes, China will do a win-win with you, but we're not going to sell our country to you. Do you think, that's where I was really going, that's the ultimate question. Do you think he's that sharp and that conscionable that he will really carry the ball to receive what China can legitimately give in a fair exchange without destabilizing the Middle East to do it. He's going to let the China agreement go through, and I can say that because I would, to get things started, to get the economy a jump start, and make changes to it along the way and in the future. Right. That's what I do, and I think he's smart enough to know that. And the U.S. will get involved even more so at that point when those changes occur. All right. Thanks your thanks All for right. your patience. I know I ask a series of questions. Thanks so much. All right. Well, they're thank important you. questions and people want to know where it's going to go. So thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. See you, pal. All right, All right. Bye-bye. 404 Erico, you are on. Hi Tony and hi Ray. Can appreciate your continued helping us connect these these dots. I'm I'm interested with respect to the the presidential uh, status and the like, and the fact that you were were saying that the uh, people are starting to be more attuned to the fact of just uh, how corrupt the Barzani uh, political family is over there in in the country. Um, yet the the candidate that's coming through representing the party that Zabari uh, had been uh, named on that's another Barzani. Um, are you feeling that uh, this is just, uh, you know, it's giving them a chance to, to have a, a candidate representing that party, but that it will strengthen the, the election process for Soleil because they're recognizing uh, the, the bad deal that the Barzanis have given to, to them? What's, what are your folks saying on that, or is that just a, another kind of smoke and mirror stuff? Well, here's the thing. Zabari is out. Right? Razani hasn't submitted any new names out of the people for the three days who wanted to be added to the list. They have submitted none. He has submitted one name so far to be the president, and that is his own name. So that's now what they are negotiating. 
uh, who is it going to be? What's being done behind closed doors again? I think it's going to come out and say, well, we don't know, because Bazzani actually has the numbers right now in Kurdistan. For the first time in 10 years, he has the actual numbers. But it's what is everybody else going to say and do and agree upon that's being questioned right now. How is it going to affect Al-Kazimi, the laws and changes, if he does, in fact, say, I'm putting up our name? Because they still got to take a vote either way they look at it. Say law him or whoever he puts up. That's what everybody's waiting for. I don't know that it looks good for him to put up his own name. I know he didn't expect the comments that are now being made publicly because they haven't been made for the last 10 years. There's been little comments about what they've been doing, stealing money. Nothing to the fact of $65 for a barrel they've been putting in their private bank account in other countries has, has come out. So nobody said anything. I mean, I haven't heard anything yet because we're waiting for decisions about how bad that is for him or good. Everybody already knew his family was corrupt as they have the top three positions in Kurdistan, his nephew, his son, and him. So right. that tells you right there. But they have something more important than all that. They have the backing of the U.S. And that's why nobody's doing anything, because we firmly back Kurdistan and their leadership, even though they know they're corrupt. Now, why do we do that? Because we're just as corrupt. But because, you know, if you two, see two snakes, you got to pick one of them to be on your side. And that's the one that we pick. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I was just kind of curious because uh, with respect to the federal court over there coming in, you know, essentially putting the kibosh on, on Zabari, that whether or not with all of this uh, political um, dirty laundry, as it were, on the Buzanis, whether or not we could expect that something could be forthcoming out of their, you know, judicial side saying, you know, you don't have the kind of uh, credentials um, morally, as it were, um, and therefore you're not eligible to be representing our country, whether or not that could be a way that, okay, they're going through the, the motions, but ultimately Soleil would come forth as, you know, the, the candidate of choice and we get on to the, the races. Just kind of curious. And that may happen. Yeah, listen, the last thing Iraq has, or the only thing they don't have, is moral police. <laughs> don't nobody police that. Over there in their morals. I mean, they get away and they're raised to lie, deceive, and cheat. Unfortunately, that's how it's always been. And maybe there's becoming a change. What the federal court did was two things. Okay? Say, Zabari I mean, is not fit for public office. And from this point on, you're not going to be stealing the people's money because you're not getting the money. It all goes to the federal government. And then they will give you your share, that $200 billion a month that you're getting. So now if they just took the only reason they want to be in power is to steal all the money that comes in, well, now the money's not coming in. Why do they need to be in power? It's just what they've always said, a symbolic position. doesn't mean anything, especially not now that the money has been removed. And they did that by their own greed. They could have let everything go and it would have been status quo. 
but now they've lost the one thing they were fighting over. And, and back on this side of the, the pond, with respect to, you, you were saying that nothing has changed with respect to the, the banks, uh, the call centers, the, the redemption centers, that, that sort of thing. Um, are your folks giving any indication that they're picking up vibes that things might be changing, uh, you know, in the next 24 to 48 hours? Or is it really, really quiet and, you know, not getting anything? They're not getting anything. Because as the Treasury said, we're just waiting. And one of two things is going to change it. They're going to announce who the president is or the second person and take the vote, because that could theoretically change it. Or February the 22nd is going to come and something's going to happen, and that's going to change it. But one of those two things we're going to have to see before I expect the banks to do anything. Well, my math always says 10 days from whenever this happens. We know that that's when our special TNT Super Fantastic or Pet Forward Project is going to be. And it's getting to be a little bit iffy in terms of anything happening in, in February at this stage. <laughs> but we can always hope. <laughs> nice. So, again, appreciate your help. Thanks so much, and have a great wealth coming to us Wednesday at some point. Maybe not today. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a Bye-bye. great day. Alrighty. Thank Bye. you, too. Bye-bye. 442 Eric Code, you are on. I should have had no absences. Those are. 442 Eric Code, you are on. On my app inbox. She said it was a random conversation. Yeah, so they're off. All right, that takes us to 646 Eric Code, you are on. How you doing? How you doing, Tony and Ray? Hey, what's going on, sir? To the nth degree, interesting. I'm super fantastic, just like you guys, man. Right. I had a question. Um, now, when this thing happens, all the currencies going to change at the same time? Is that is that how it's supposed to happen? That's how it's supposed to happen. All at the same right, time. Because, because if it don't happen like that, then it's, it, it'll be a way you can manipulate it. Is that true? It'll be a way I can. <laughs> 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 right. Now, hey, something you said earlier, it really caught me. Like, with this change, um, you said you said we we'll be in the, in the top one percent. How many millions of dollars do you need to be in the top one percent? I was just wondering. Well, it ain't got nothing to do with millions. It got something to do with billions. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, All right. <laughs> I don't know. But well, I'll be yeah. in the millions. I ain't gonna be in the billions. <laughs> Yeah, you might not make it then. But no, <laughs> and that's something, guys, you can easily Google. We'll tell you right here. What is the top 1% of income? And it'll right. put you right Absolutely. there. That's, that's all, right. all I really wanted to say. And I wanted to say thank you all, man. And um, I hope your wife gets get back to 100%, Tony. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything y'all do, man. All All right. right, Thank Thank you. you. Okay, thank you. Two, ready? 208, area code. You are on. Yes, good morning and good afternoon. Uh, You keep mentioning what's going to happen on the 28th, and I'm totally confused. Can you tell me maybe the most two important things that are supposed to happen? On the 28th? Yes. 
Uh, I don't know what's supposed to happen on the 28th. On the 22nd, UN is supposed to vote on whether or not to release them for um, Chapter 7, which could change everything for Iraq. There's nothing particularly on the 28th. On the 1st, they're supposed to have the Million Man March over there if things aren't changed. So, I don't know what we're looking at. Anything else, sir? No, let's go. That's good. All right, thank you. 520, Erico, you're on. Oh, wait, let me clarify something so you guys know. Because uh, I Googled it myself. It says, as of right now, you need 4.4 million in the U.S. to be the richest 1% according to the 2021 report. 4.4 million will put you in the richest 1%. Okay. All right, right, Eric, Is that me? Yeah, well, I was on earlier, and, uh, you know, I, Tony, just, you guys just dropped off, a lot like what happened on Monday. So I stayed oh. on the line, thinking you might come back, but you didn't, so I had to call back in. All right. Um, so Ray uh, says you heard my answer, and then you dropped off. Is that correct? No, I didn't drop off. The clock on my phone was still showing time going by, and like like that's what happened on Monday when you dropped okay. off. Okay. The clock was running, and then you came back, and all was well. So I was kind of expecting that to happen, but then on my other line, I called in. And sure enough, you were back online, so I redialed in. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, What's going on? The uh, other question I had was, uh, when I call the call center, do you think they will know if the bank they're going to send me to has a dealer room machine? No, I'm not sure about that because I don't think that's something banks put out there okay well in lieu of that, here this I'm, is what i do know this is what i do know when you call and make your appointment and they tell you where they go you can call that bank and ask them if they have one yeah i was gonna say uh will they give me that bank's phone number well they're gonna give you the location you can get the phone number yourself well, yeah I, I understand that okay um okay you said before, don't leave the currency out of your sight. Um, and that, that's what's driving me on the dealer room machine. I, I, you know, the way it works now is they send it somewhere and your deposit is pending until somewhere says it's authentic. Well, okay, that's not how it works now. It depends on what location you're at. They're going to come in, they're going to count your currency, they're going to put it in a bag, and they're going to have three signatures and your signature. So that's four signatures saying, this is how much currency is in this bag. If you're at a location, you're going to make your complete deal. 
if you're at somewhere in Texas in the boondocks, you know, actually in the boondocks, Texas got some rich banks. We'll see, but somewhere else, they may say they have to send it off, but the average will not be like that. But the ones that do, they're going to sign off on it. You're going to know it. You're still going to make your deal. The only thing is going to be pending that they can send it somewhere that can authenticate it. That's all. Everything else is going to be completed. All right. Well, that's encouraging. I, I like to hear that. But I, I'm just concerned that, you know, it gets sent off and it's pending. But you're saying it could be authenticated right there on the spot and your monies would not be pending. Is that correct? For probably 90% or more, that's how it's going to happen. It's going to be right okay. there on the spot. I tell people all the time, I'm not leaving till it's counted, it's signed. I can go on my laptop, computer, phone, wherever my account is, and I can see it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd like to do, too. Um, well, you, don't you think, I mean, it would only make sense to dummy like me that most exchange centers, that they're going to be geared up for this main purpose. They would have at least one dealer room machine, don't you think? And Yes, most of them will. It will be to some bank that people walk into, with a hundred thousand dinar or three hundred that may not have one. But most yeah. exchange locations will be able to authenticate it right there. Well that's great because that's my fear. I don't want it pending. I want it to be hit my account and be ready to go. So well that's great. I, I'm glad to hear that. Um the other thing <laughs> I don't know, I got this hang up. You know you're saying you doubt, don't think, I should say, that they're going to want to see receipts. Well, I, I agree with that in, in essence, but what I've done is when I ordered Dinar, uh, I've kept the UPS, the FedEx envelope, and I've put uh, my receipts in it. Uh, I changed it from my name to my trust name. I've got that in there. Um, I mean, you know, I was, what I was hoping to do, as crazy as it sounds, is take that envelope out, take that one million or five million dinar out, and let it run it through the dealer room machine. You know, and that way I could authenticate when I bought it and from who and whatever they may ask. Do you think that's logical? <laughs> Uh, they're going to do that. I don't care what, how many packs you have, cases in. They're going to take it all out. They're going to count it. They don't know that it's really a million in there. It could be 920000 They don't know. They're going to run it through the machines, authenticate it. So all that part is going to be done anyway. You're holding the receipts for the currency. Because if uh, you're one of the ones that Homeland Security says, hold this account, we need to do a background check. We need them to justify this, whatever it is. You need to have the receipts. The average person, they're not going to take time to do that with 10 million people, guys. It doesn't even make sense. And you don't anyway. And what happens to the 50, 100, or 1,000 people that 
somebody just gave Denar to or just gave Dom to. What are they going to do? Take their money? No. So, I mean, let's be reasonable and sensible. That's only going to be in extreme cases. And so far, I've only heard of one, and that's where the lady came in with a suitcase full, and they're like, no, because the average person don't have this kind of money to even buy this. You're going to have to justify it. I know there's a bunch of probably drug dealers and crooks and swindlers and, and, and everybody else is doing something dishonest who bought a lot of dinar, and they're going to have to justify where that money came from because they're already under investigation, suspicion, or, or, or been involved in something. The average person does not have to worry about that or just find it. They don't ask me when I take a $500 or five $100 bills in there and say, give me some 20s, where did you get this from? No, they don't. They never have. Well, if I take in 2000 or $3,000 with my bank, well, wait, where did you get this from? I like it's cash. Why would they even ask you that? They don't. Now, yeah, if you, you bring don't. in over 10000 we got to fill out some documents. But as long as you're under that threshold, that doesn't make sense. This is all foreign currency. Yeah. Well, it's not too much. It's not going to be the problem that you think okay. it is. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I looked on the internet for uh, banks that had dealer room machines, and they most of them said they did. But I called them and found out they didn't. So, you know, that's kind of a no-brainer, I guess. But. Anyways, uh, I thank you for your answers. How are you going to present your dinar to them? You're running out of time, sir. All right. Well, uh, Richard, call. call in first on Friday. I'll answer that. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, guys. That music means Ray about to turn us all off. So, no bad news. Everything is going forward. It's becoming more transparent by the day. We're waiting for an announcement or agreement on the president, and we're waiting for February the 22nd for Iraq to be removed from Chapter 7. Then I think the whole picture changes, sped up. And remember, the Million Man March is scheduled for 1st of March, and I'm thinking they want it done before then. But let's see what happens. All right, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it, and share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. Okay, real quick. Um, this looks like Mamika and Chris. I might have the first name misspelled, but um, you asked uh, what's a good suggestion on protecting money from future relationships or if trust can do that. And the answer 100% yes. Trust can do that. Protect money from future relationships. Right, what kind of prenup? That's going to do it for today's call. <laughs> We're going to wrap up Hump Day Wednesday, and we'll be back on Fantabulous Earth Friday. So keep believing, because we sure do. This keeps me going. Those days when I feel like giving up fire.
remember this. Your storm is over. I believe your rain is gone away. Clouds have moved. I believe. Stop conference page. recording, press 1. To return to the con- this session is no longer being recorded. Hello, this is your private banker. It's done. It's finished. What? Honey! It's done, it's finished, the RV's on its way, everything's completed, there's nothing else to say. It's done, it's finished, the RV's on its way, we are just waiting for the call any day. Oh, 